Wendy's presents The Burger Files, lifting the bun on burger crime. All the burger crimes depicted in The Burger Files actually happened and are based on genuine customer experiences of burger crimes committed in real life and shared in public on social media. Names have been changed and any social media posts are reenacted by human beings, but different human beings to the ones it originally happened to. I'm not putting them through that again. Welcome to The Burger Files. This is episode four, The Drive-By, another horrifying true tale of unpalatable burger side. I'm Nina Noonan. I'm a podcaster, food-loving forensic investigator, and I won't rest until I get answers to the bad things that happen to burgers. I enjoy long walks and don't understand music. My favorite color is grilled meat, not brown, grilled meat. It's not the same. As long as there have been burgers, there's been burger crime. Because we learned not to expect better, we choose to forget. But these stories will not be buried or tossed aside. Truth is not landfill. And me, I run the recycling center of burger justice. A quick warning before we kick off. If you stack big cups and pans at the front of the dishwasher, it can stop the tablet dissolving. Not strictly relevant to the podcast, but it's a fact that some people, my ex-husband for example, do need to hear. Don't shoot the messenger. Savage beyond belief, but drawn from the true crime files. This episode's murder happened here, in the UK. It could happen to you. A story of a burger served up in a hurry, without care, love, or adequate sauce. A high-speed drive-through burger murder so brutal that what was served up was barely recognizable as a burger at all. Where is it? There. You can see where you need to go, but the town's one-way system is... It's like it's designed to keep outsiders away. Wrong way. In 200 yards, make a U-turn. Locals only. Like they don't want people snooping around. Hang on, there's a slip road. Hey, I'm driving here! I do a lot of work in my own head. Sure, I've got an office. Sure, I use the library, the police archives, the newsagent's window. But the real detective work comes from applying the seat of the pants to what I like to call my murder chair, wherever I might find one, and just taking my darkest thoughts for a walk. That exit, there, the sign, drive through. This is the place. I'll go around one more time. In this case, that walk was a drive. Sometimes to get into the shadows, you need to get behind the wheel. And what have we here? The heart of darkness itself, where burgers fear to tread. I'd made it the scene of the crime. And as I stepped out of the car and into hell, just off the one-way system, there was something in the air. A scent of death, a hint of regret, a whiff of onions. There was to be no turning back now, mainly because it was a one-way system. Showtime. This was a story of food served at speed, where speed kills. Burgers. Now, a quick word from our sponsor. 
Like any hard-bitten investigative podcaster, I'm aware that the host-read ad is an area of trust, so I don't advertise anything I don't use. So this is for Wendy's Burgers, wonderful burgers which I consume and enjoy. There. Testimony. Now for the sales pitch. When you order a burger, you want a treat, not a crime scene. You want something hot, juicy, and fresh. Two Baconators coming right up. And at Wendy's, that's what you get. Freshly cut, made-to-order ingredients. 100% fresh British beef served right off the grill. Thank you for choosing Wendy's. Because not making a burger fresh is a crime. A true crime. Wendy's. We do it fresh. The evidence came from social media. And the photo was harrowing. You can see a bun, wrapping paper, a few bits of dry lettuce, and a loose patty. Not a drop of sauce. Looks drier than a hot cat litter tray in the Sahara that's been filled with peanut dust and smashed biscuits. To find motive, let's start with a look inside the scene of the crime. A drive through burger restaurant like this, too big, too busy, too damn hard to get to on the one-way system, is not somewhere I choose to go regularly. Not like Cornwall, the lavatory. It's loud, crowded, and a bit overwhelming. Like a lavatory I once went to in Cornwall. Welcome to the sharp end. Can I get more fries, people? Someone clean up that milkshake, quick. That's a floor hazard. People are going to slip over. This is where burger service hits the speed limit. Whoa! Please be careful, guys, when you're cleaning up the milkshake. At a busy drive-thru, the needle is always in the red. The speed needle. Not the needle I was talking about earlier that forms the sharp end. Let's be clear. We, we have two different needles. Got an order for an extra small fries. That's extra small. Customer wants three fries. Just three in the tiniest bag we've got, like a tea bag or a Pixie's wallet. People are in a hurry. The customers as much as the staff. They've got places to go. The last thing a customer wants to feel is overlooked. But at the drive through that feeling of not being seen, it can really needle you. A different third sort of needle. Stay safe out there, people. Incoming, incoming! There's a drive through window over there, and also normal seating looking onto the pavement. I'm sure it might get hard to know which customers to serve first. I don't know if you've seen those TV shows about how it's really tough in a kitchen. All the chefs swearing and sweating like Vietnam, but with saucepans. That is what it's like in here. Welcome to Burger Hell. One double burger with extra pickle, extra mayo, an extra patty, your watch, phone, and everything in the till. Come on, people, customer in a hurry. It's easy to see how a burger might be murdered here in broad daylight and go unnoticed. Chris has passed out from stress. But why? Server down. Someone revive Chris with some cold water. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. What happened? Waiting on those three tiny fries, guys. Still waiting. If I wanted to commit the perfect burger crime, and I wanted to get away with it, this is the place I'd do it. But why? What's the motive? Back in my car, I called Jane, my producer. So, how's it going? Well worth the morning I spent in the one-way system. 
Once you see where it happened, you understand how they got away with it. Great. Burgers being, well, having crimes done to them. That's what we want, apparently. I knew you'd come round. So you've talked to the head honchos and you understand now? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I I was wrong. Sorry. I know it's not my wheelhouse at all. Give me a headless corpse in a gaffered up wardrobe any day. I know where I am. Well, this is a good one. Juicy? Quite the opposite. Dry. This is about a burger with no sauce on it. None at all. Imagine. See? It's rendered you speechless. Great. Great. Yes. That's what they want. So... That's what they'll get. Uh, you go and dig up some answers for this mystery of your dry hamburger. You're absolutely sure there's no actual true crime sort of crime? Burger crime. That's enough. Ah. That is a shame. Yes, all good. Well, good luck. I'll need it. The path I've chosen is lonely. And I have chosen to walk that lonely path alone. On my own. Alone. But at last I was walking it alone alongside Jane. My producer. Jane was used to murder. But this was worse. What makes the murder of a burger so tough to crack? Well, often every scrap of evidence gets recycled and the body itself gets eaten. That is almost unheard of with any other sort of murder. Outside some cases in rural Germany. Come in. Can I take your coat? No. I never take it off. Even in the bath. I'd come to talk to someone who knew the place. Dan was a veteran. He had flown the drive throughs deep fat fryer for the best part of eight years before being wounded in action by a hot pie and sent home with nothing but a mantelpiece full of glittering decorations for distinguished service. Is this your service medal? In the dish with the buttons? It's, um, my old name badge, yes. A lot of commendations. You've seen some action, soldier. Well, yeah, it's a very busy branch. But the mates you make are good. What's this about? Can I ask, did you ever see a murder at work? God, no. Someone got locked in the staff loo once. I mean, a burger crime? I don't even know what that is. Classic repressed trauma. He blocked it all out. Dan probably couldn't even remember the names he'd written on the coffee cups over the years. Debbie, Stephen with a V, Stephen with a PH, Michael with the E and the A the wrong way round. A cup that might say oblong or olive. It's hard to tell. It's busy. Mistakes get made. But he'd got out, closed it all off. The shutters were down. But I needed to go in deep and wake some demons. Dan, I need to shock you. Look at this. I knew it wouldn't be the first time an old warhorse like Dan would have stared into the abyss. Is that a photo of a burger? When's this from? Your time, Dan. I'm sorry to do this to you. Huh. Well, that's a real mess. What am I looking for? What's missing? Dan, face the horror. What's missing? 
Oh, there's, um, there's no sauce. They say an investigative journalist should never give anything to the public without at least two good sources. And the same is true of a burger chef. What would drive someone to do this? Well, you might be very busy. Take me back there, Dan. Uh, uh, a late shift. Uh, maybe a, a Friday night. Lots of people. Lots of traffic. Tell me what it's like at the front line. I teased open Dan's repressed memory like I was unwrapping the paper from a burger. Well, it's uh, it's the drive through isn't it? Two streams of people. Some of you are trying to serve customers face-to-face, but there's that, that voice distorted. Incoming! Incoming! Fire in the hole! More burgers! More sauce! But you're only following orders. So, where's the sauce, Dan? All the people walking up from the street and then the drive through window, too. That's an easy mistake to make. A mistake, Dan? Or a premeditated crime? Hang, what? No. The burger was just... Caught in the crossfire, Dan? A burger is dead. Dead! But it's just an accident. You're saying it was... Burger slaughter? What? Is that a thing? Who are you? Sometimes, food is hell. Cry if you want to. I... I don't want to cry. Do you really wear your coat in the bath? Maybe in the heat of battle, the rules are different. Maybe if a burger gets wiped out in a moment of confusion, it isn't... evil. Maybe it's just sad. Another casualty of war. How's it going? I was wrong. The crime might not have been the crime I thought it was. Sorry, isn't that what I've been saying all along? I don't know why they've got me on board. I really don't. I can barely keep up. It was an accidental killing. Collateral burger damage. Nobody's to blame. Except us. For not expecting better. All of us. For putting up with being given a burger in that state. For thinking we can't ask for more. For better. We can't just go somewhere else. Nina, just answer me one thing. Is there a crime? Yes. Thank God for that. The worst crime of all. The crime of indifference. You see, that's not as gripping as a wife who pushes her husband down a well. I made a podcast about one of those. Did great numbers. Jane, when you've been in this game as long as I have, you know there are as many empty bags of fries as there are juicy, meaty leads. Keep trying, Nina. Would you like me to buy you more red string? Come on, there must be a lead somewhere. Let it go, Jane. It's Burger Town. I'd seen a place so busy that crime after crime could go totally unnoticed. Customers walking out or driving away without the burger they dreamed of. Just a sick travesty in their hand, as if that would do. I understood why Dan had blotted it out, closed his mind, to try and move on. Maybe this time I needed to do the same. Satnav, locate the nearest branch of Wendy's. In half a mile, 
Make a U-turn. No, it's this way. I can't... Which lane is it? Hang on. Right. Now. Turn around in 100 yards. I am trying to turn around. Move! Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And tell your friends about this series. No burger left behind, people. Thanks to Regal Rotherham for the testimony used in this episode. Without your input, we're in the dark here. Because all the burger crimes depicted in the burger files actually happened. And are based on genuine customer experiences of burger crimes committed in real life which have been shared in public on social media. Names have been changed and any social media posts are depicted by me holding my phone up to strangers outside Wendy's and asking them to read them out in exchange for some of my fries. Next time on The Burger Files. It was too much. Too much reality, too much horror, too much... Too much lettuce. Looked like suddenly burger crime was delivering direct to Jane's door. Cold in a battered box, and absolutely stuffed to the gunnels with unnecessary lettuce.